Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to Just Conversation, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm your host, Christina. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released. Also, this show is most enjoyable with a listening partner to share opinions and ideas on topics we discuss. Yes, so be sure to go find people. Tell them, hey, listen to the show. Listen to the show with me. Hey, people, you, yeah, person, can you listen to the show with me? As long as they say the whole name of the show. Yes, you got to say listen to the Just Conversation podcast with me. Listen to the Just Conversation podcast with me. And then slowly you migrate into a weird, ambiguous accent that doesn't make sense as you follow them through the streets of New York City or wherever you live until they listen. Because there's no option. And then they will Because you followed them all the way home asking. They got on the train. You got on the train. They got off the train in a bus. You got off the train in that same bus. They got out of that bus, called the cops, and waited for the cops in the corner. Uh-huh. The cop happened to be your friend. What? And now you're both there telling them to listen to the show. What? Whoa. They'll listen to the show. Because mm-hmm. they're scared that the cops are going to shoot them. Why? <laughs> I don't know. They might have been black. Because this is America. Oh, wait, that doesn't happen under Biden anymore, right? That was like years ago or something. We're in the future. That doesn't happen anymore. Anyways, talking about the future. Talking about the New Year's resolutions (laughs) in life. Uh, So, yeah, look, last time on Dragon Ball Z. Last time on Just Conversation. And then like some sound that tells you we're flashing back. I don't know who chose that sound, but it's always the same sound. Ooh, that'd be amazing to have. Yeah. Last time on Just Conversation. Wait, how do we do this? How do we do this? We just got to say a bunch of stuff that happened. We talked about groundhogs and shadow people. And okay, last time on Just Conversation. The shadow people are going to bite our heads off. The groundhog is going to look at its shadow and its shadow is going to communicate with it. Shadows can walk on all fours. Beavers. The winter solstice. It's spring equinox. Zombies. Aliens. Christ. The church. Adrenochrome. (laughs) A lot of blood. Just so much blood. Ghosts and gins. I don't know how to have no more. (laughs) And the words. The exciting conclusion on this episode of Just Conversation. Okay, now that we got that out of the way. So as you heard in our exciting recap of what happened last time on Just Conversation, we were talking about Groundhog Day, which led us through this weird vortex of other things that apparently all connected and we never saw the strings connecting them in the first place, which is completely astounding because who the hell knew that everything is all and all is everything? I guess whoever created the Hermetic Principles knew it. He knew everything is all and all is everything? (laughs) Yeah, he knew. He knew. He could have told us. Yep. He could have been like, this is that. I'm like, no, I don't believe you. This shadow is that alien. Yeah, this is all the same thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? No, it's not. And like it turned out to be. So uh, a clear recap is that groundhogs get given adrenochrome or a specific groundhog gets given adrenochrome. And uh, that groundhog became a super intelligent human level intellect creature 
that is immortal, at least uh, consciously immortal, its physical body will eventually die, although its physical life has been in elongated significantly. It could live hundreds of thousands of years, for all we know. Thanks to that adrenochrome. Thanks to that adrenochrome. And he belongs to a group, a club, that uh, has many people who take adrenochrome and give it to many animals. They all get abilities and help society or people or cults in some manner, shape, or form. Who knows? They yeah. help somebody. Either that or the church made up all of this, which is definitely a possibility, but yes. let's ignore that possibility. Anyways, uh, chasing this information deeper, I have uncovered the doors to the truth. You found the truth? Well, I found a bunch of crap. I don't know whether it's true or not, but... Uh, um. In diving deeper, in looking into this, in trying to comprehend the true wokeness about what... Because we, we established that uh, uh, humans that take adrenochrome become temporary vampires until the day that their body dies, and then they become jinns in the afterlife, which isn't really the afterlife, but rather this plane of existence in some other kind of way. Yes. Anyways, anybody who takes it gets special abilities, lives a very long time, and whatnot. Humans become this thing called a djinn that's kind of like a shadow person. Now, I started following the shadow person trail down the yellow brick road. More info than I got? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, about the yellow brick road. Is that related to the shadow people? No. Anyways, I started following uh, the trail, questioning, finding creatures, murdering creatures. And then asking questions. I kill first. I ask questions later. Okay. But they're immortal anyway, so I kill them. They become their ethereal version, and then I question that. Ooh. Oh. Makes perfect sense, right? Mm-hmm. I went to the subhumans. The subhumans created for me using their extremely excessive advanced brain power that I don't know why they haven't used it to overthrow us yet, but whatever. And uh, they made me a... Basically a Ghostbusters-esque bottle that we've been calling the Genie Bottle. And you've been catching shadow people with I've it? I've been murdering anybody oh. who's had adrenochrome, turning them into a shadow person, but having the bottle to catch them in. Ah, okay. And so now they're trapped in those bottles, and I don't let them out, but I can destroy them in there. So uh, they have to tell me. And I've learned a couple of things. I've learned many things about shadow people. Like what? Well, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, when you are a shadow person or a be a shadow being, let's use that term, because to say shadow person entails uh, something very specific. When there is a multitude of bullshit that can take adrenochrome and become a creature that later becomes an ethereal version of itself. Mm -hmm. And so any creature that takes adrenochrome, becomes a sort of shadow creature, crosses over after their body is deceased, and there is usually goes in three stages. They have their normal born form. Yeah. They're... The human. The human. A hyped up, that we, which we were talking about before and previously on Dragon Ball Z, so you just go back and listen to that if you haven't caught up, and when you do, you'll know what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so we know that there's stages. What we're wrong is about how the stages work. It seems like everything has the same three stages. You have your born form, you become a different thing when you have adrenochrome. Your life is extended dramatically, which from the perspective of the average person seems like immortality. You're mortal, just not physically. Um, you are given, in many cases, incredibly heightened intellect, but not in all cases. Really? Really. That blew my mind. 
your intellect does not skyrocket in every case. In most cases, it does. You mean like from case to case or like all humans skyrocket or there's- all yeah it depends uh, entirely on how your dna behaves okay to the adrenochrome because adrenochrome is not just blood and adrenaline but there is dna in that blood and how this functions is it's got to become part of your body you have to digest this and so it alters the bodies of everything differently so the abilities that every creature has is completely different the development they have is completely different although there's common strings that show it seems like in every case, your life is extended. Okay. There doesn't seem to be in a, a situation in which that's not the case. You haven't seen anything like that or I, heard, I, haven't, I guess. I haven't been told of anything like that. Yeah. But the intellect seems to vary depending. And uh, that sort of leads to what we were trying to figure out before about whether, what, like, what guides something to be feral in the first place. Yeah. So, yes, if you have adrenochrome, and then you stop having adrenochrome, you can get feral. But some creatures will immediately become feral, feral off of the adrenochrome. Ooh. And this leads to some of the creatures we understand as mythical creatures. Okay. Because they were simply a normal creature that took it, became this immortal being, is already feral, so without it doesn't make a fucking difference because you're already fucking feral, so they don't need it. They don't go for it, although anytime they kill anybody who's horrified, they still get it anyways. Yes. So, feral, like, a raccoon or something? Feral, like, a crazy demon hound that just wants to kill and eat. So, there are stories of these creatures spread out throughout folklores, different religions, different belief systems, different ideologies of all sorts. Uh, people who believe in all numbers of things, and they take many different shapes and forms, and we've discussed many of them previously. So, again, another reason for you guys to go back and check out previous episodes. Things like the Chupacabra. And what is the chupacabra originally? It's a coyote. Coyote. Something that would hang out in desert-like areas, mainly. Mm-hmm. That somehow took adrenochrome. And here's... This is the other problem. You don't have to give an animal adrenochrome for an animal to get adrenochrome. What do you mean? Adrenochrome is just blood with high doses of adrenaline. So if a person strays out into the desert... A hungry coyote is out there. They're not thinking adrenochrome, but they fucking kill a guy. But that guy, in trying to survive for that time, adrenaline floods their whole system. So just by eating that person? Just by eating that person, they've consumed adrenochrome. Adrenochrome lands in their body. And it changes them. And it changes them. What? Now, the reason this doesn't happen so often is because it needs to be a particularly high dose of it. But occasionally, that dose does happen. And then... The mutation takes place, because that is what it is. It's a mutation, a genetic mutation that takes place. In the case of humans, it's particularly difficult to get the mutation to happen unless you have brutally high doses of adrenochrome. And it seems that the DNA that creates adrenochrome is primarily human DNA. You can get it from other sources, but you need so much of it. So you need... So just a living creature... Eating a human, pretty much. Yes. Is good enough. It would have... It's not just any human. Not any human? Somebody who produced a lot of it. Yes. Adrenochrome. Yeah. So, just random cases of somebody dying, they might have mm -hmm. not produced enough. They could have been horrified and scared, but it wasn't enough. 
It okay. needs to be a crazy high dose. And what are some of these special adrenochrome creatures? Well, uh, primarily the what we were already talking about, which is, for example, the chupacabra is just a coyote. Mm-hmm. We can attribute this to being in the desert, people wandering off, getting lost, being in the territory of fucking coyotes, which are essentially wolves of a type. Yeah. Um, and the fucking coyote, you know, it does whatever the fuck it's nature. It's going to do whatever the fuck it's going to do. And then it eats a person occasionally they come across the right person that has a huge dose of adrenaline as they try to survive. And then they turn into the the chupacabra and then they they crave blood. They don't crave blood necessarily. They're just a mutated, feral creature. They are faster, they are stronger, they are more agile, and they consume food differently because of the mutation. Mm -hmm. This is what leads us to believe they drain creatures of blood. They probably do. But it's not like they're looking for adrenochrome necessarily. It's not that they're actively seeking blood. This is just their method of feeding. Mm. You don't think they're all looking for blood? I don't think they're looking for blood for the reasons we attribute. Okay. I think it's just a creature feeding. Okay. I don't think they have any special value other than survive. Yeah. Although if they were looking for adrenochrome, that's what's keeping them alive. Or does... Just whatever they're eating keeps them alive? Then again, maybe they attack enough animals, because we hear stories of the chupacabra clearing out entire fields Yeah. in one night. So my cows are fine one night, the next night, all my cows are dead, they're drained of blood. Maybe it was just looking for the high dose that it needed to get, because it's not humans, it needs to get a fuck ton of it. Yeah, because if it's an adrenochrome thirsty creature and it's looking for fear of blood and maybe the animals aren't scared of it like they would be normally. But the, the the reasoning here is that it's not necessarily looking for adrenochrome. Okay. There's no reason for it to. And some of these other cases are going to be the example of it. Okay. While some of these are going to support that argument. The chupacabra when, when we were trying to decide what turns into what when they become their ethereal shadow version, which is, which I should probably specify, the shadow creatures are a sort of energy type. Uh, I've been calling it a frequency. The best way to describe it is that the shadow realm is a physical, non-physical space. It's a place you can go to. Physically? But you can't physically Sort of, there. kind of. It's way Only these creatures can go there? Not necessarily. So, the Shadow Realm, which is what we will title it, is a sort of frequency in that it's a different state of being. Nothing there is dead. There's nothing there that's dead. It is just a different type of thing. If we think of the difference between, like, an angel and a human. Like, an angel isn't dead. It was just no. born in a different state or something. Yeah. Okay. The same idea would apply to a shadow person. Mm-hmm. You're sort of going into a different state of being. The best way to think about it is one oh, what is it? One hundred point three, the radio station, and then eighty nine point five, the radio station. You can't hear both of them at the same time, not mm-hmm. on one radio, but you can hear both of them on one radio. Yeah, just not at the same time. Yeah, it's a frequency. That you got to tune into to get there. Okay. The same way we kind of exist at this frequency where photons create visuals that are processed by a brain and whatnot. There's a different state of being that functions completely different. The laws of physics there work 
completely different. The laws of physics? Yes, because it is a different state of being. Okay. It is a different frequency that doesn't apply. Mm -hmm. So the best way to think about it is, uh, similar to a pocket universe that sort of exists within the same space, it's kind of like that, except it's more of a parallel universe. Okay. And it's stacked on top. That's weird. You remember when we were talking about ghosts and how it could be the past or the present? Yes. Does that relate somehow? Um, not necessarily, no. Because okay. ghosts are happening uh, actively in our own version of reality. Okay. At our own frequency. A ghost is happening at our own frequency, just at a different time. All right. While that is taking place at a different frequency entirely. Another way to think about this would be to say... What does your soul look like? What does my soul look like? Yeah, your soul's there. It's your consciousness or it's your spirit or it's something. Something, yeah. But it sort of doesn't exist at this frequency. Where is your spirit? Are you saying it's in the shadow realm? Your spirit is in the shadow realm. Doing what? It's connected to this side. Your movements here appear faded and translucent. Over there. Over there. Well. The things over there look faded over here? translucent over here. What? What we see as shadows over here are figures that exist on that side and vice versa. So those aren't different creatures. Those aren't the deaths of the creatures that are here. Those are the physical release of the creatures that are here so that they take primary existence over there. But what we see doesn't stop them from existing over here. And the same way, uh, think of dimensions. You exist in the second as a shadow. A literal shadow, not shadow people from this other no, dimension that we're calling. A regular shadow. But like when light is cast on you, there's a two-dimensional cast on the ground. Okay. That is a shadow. That is a two-dimensional representation of yourself. Yes. That is still you. Anything you do, it does. Mm-hmm. But a two-dimensional render. In the fourth dimension, your entire timeline exists. But right now, you're just a moment of that timeline. Yes. That's still you and the movements that's making, you're showing a reflection of. Hmm. This same universe stacked on top is you're behaving the same way over there, except you're not influencing anything over there. Now, that does not mean you couldn't influence anything over there if you didn't, if you wanted to. How? What do you mean? There are many, 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 many ways to get there. But we're over there, but we can go go over there too? You can manifest control on that side. You have to think of it like this. If you remember the perceptual layout, you're at all times one. And the other one is the other. Okay, so you're pretty much taking control of that version of you. It's not really you physically going over there. Well, it is physically you. I'm using that as an example because the the perceptual layout is two different beings, but in a different... We got to assume you and your subconscious is totally different than you and your shadow form. Those are two different things. You are your shadow form. Yes. You're but sub- I can meet up with my shadow form in the shadow realm. You could release control on this side and take control on that side, but you can never control both at once. Okay. Some people say that they astro project. Oh, okay. That's what I was thinking of. Okay. And the place they wander, the reason that they can't interact with anything here, but they can't interact with things is because they're interacting on that side. And it looks like this side? Yes. This is where we enter a little more nuanced detail about what the Shadow Realm even is. Okay. It what? looks like the Shadow Realm. The Shadow Realm. I guess, yeah, Shadow Realm. We'll call it the Shadow Realm. That's and then this is the physical it. realm. Yes. So the Shadow Realm and the physical realm seem to have been 
created simultaneously. They've existed since one, the other, always. They yeah. came paired. Mm-hmm. Just like whoever made the Hermetic Principles, duality <laughs> took place duality. in the creation of our understanding of the universe. Mm-hmm. And so the universe we're stacked on top of is the Shadow Realm. Now, we exist on both. And the, I'm, I use universe loosely because the universe would be different people. It would be different beings that have nothing to do with you. It's a different universe. But it's, it is you. No. I use the term universe loosely. Realm would be the most accurate representation. Okay, yes. But using the term universe might help science-minded people understand it better. Oh, all right. Yes. So realm is the most accurate word because you exist in all realms simultaneously, similar to how you exist in all dimensions, except all dimensions are part of a single universe. Well, all realms. All realms are different from one another and don't necessarily exist within the same physical spaces. I guess we could think of Vertical access is dimensions. Second dimension, third dimension, fourth dimension, fifth, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Realms, we would put in a horizontal access. So there is a fourth dimension to a shadow person. Okay. That's... But is that fourth? Is that's that you. related to you? That's you. The oh, fourth okay. dimensional oh, shadow you is yes. equal to the fourth dimensional you. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Now, you can never be both simultaneously in control. And you appear as you... Now, it seems to be that you're stuck on one unless you're in the other always. So, ways that people get there, as they're projecting, um, when uh, monks are discussing sort of using their mind to take apart reality, they're affecting the other side. Okay. And this is a duality that you permanently exist in. Now, when your physical body dies, you have nothing to come to this side and hold on to. So you go to that side? You primarily exist over there. Okay. But you can still pop up here. You can, yeah, you show up as the shadow that you'd be. Yeah. As the, and you can influence things over here the same way you can influence things over there. But when you're on this side, your influence over there is ethereal and ghost-like. You aren't physically fully there. You could fuck with shit on that side the way a ghost fucks with shit on this side. Okay. Like you could, ghost is a loose term, but. Yeah. spirits demons and crap mm-hmm. let's say a demon is on that other side and it comes to fuck with you and it's uh showing up in the middle of the night and you got sleep paralysis and it's just there watching you and scaring you and stuff yeah you could do that over there you won't physically fully be there but you could interact with things you won't fully be there somebody could pass their hand through you okay and they can't really make out how you look exactly but there are things that are there that are physical yes and the people who are on that side who take adrenochrome and become the vessel that can then cross over are fully there and they were on this side fully you basically when you die here you technically also die over there okay what that's exactly how it goes you will cease to exist on both sides because they're equal but this shadow version of you still exists yes but your physical body ceases to exist Mm -hmm. so there's nothing in the physical realm that can contain you but you've you have in fact achieved immortality Yes. That is without a question. So your body dies because your body cannot be immortal. But you as a being have achieved immortality. And in the shadow realm, you don't have a physical presence per se. It's different. It is something, but it's not this physical presence. It's a some, but it's not some type of physical presence. No, it's some type of something. Physical, physical. is only in okay, the physical yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that only exists in the. Fi- that's the okay. importance <laughs> of that name is only the physical realm has physical things. 
Yes. There's All a right. space <laughs> to travel. Mm-hmm. And that universe-looking thing is infinite, and it has structures and places to enter, but physical is the wrong word, because it's not. The creatures on that other side have achieved pure immortality, but their bodies cannot, so they just exist on that side. Your existence is fully over there. You should have died, because we're primarily over here a lot of time. And the creatures mm-hmm. that are over there can influence over here, but when they die over there... They cease to exist, but you've achieved immortality that some of them don't even have. Because they they still need adrenochrome to live forever like we. The creatures that are of that plane, naturally and purely, that seem like ghosts to us, but they were born on that side, don't need adrenochrome. They're just going to die. I guess if they could get a hold of adrenochrome... But they should. They would have to know about adrenochrome in the first oh, okay. place. Okay, so they can die. They can still die. Yeah. Oh wow. It is a whole different thing, but very similar. It's again equal, but different. Okay. Equal but opposite. And so there is that. That's really what's going on. You achieve an immortality. Your body dies. You can cross over, but your body can't cross over because your body will wither away. There's nothing physical over there for your body to cross over as. So that gets abandoned, but you're still present. Now, as a being on that end, you can still influence this end the same way that when you were over here, you could influence over there. And beings naturally born over there can influence this side. And there's a numerous amount of shadow beings over there. But let's discuss what the space that's there is like. Yes. It is identical seeming to this side, physically. Yeah. So there's buildings that could theoretically be in the same place and look the same. And you could think of it as a reflection, a literal reflection of what we have in the physical realm. So there's nothing off, though? There's many things off, which is what's interesting. The best way to describe it is that there are few structures from the material world that have a counterpart. And there are many structures from the material world that don't. The easiest to know, the easiest to understand, are temples and churches are equal on both sides, and usually the easiest gateway between the two places. But regular houses are not. No, it requires a person creating the environment that would exist in those places, which is where witchiness comes in. And are these temples then they're intentionally doing these gateway things in there? I don't. There's no way to really know. There's no way to really know if the gateways are intentional or if it's just a natural product. Because arguably, they're made on both sides at exactly the same moment, and nobody was intending the crossover. Okay. But it's just a place where it's heightened. Interesting. Yes. And it's churches and temples. And and the easiest way to think about it is that the energy that you put out in the physical realm when you walk into a church is trying to connect to what you'd consider to be your spirit. Yes. And ah. so the signal you're putting out kind of yeah. tunes a little better. that you... Yes, you tune in better. And so creatures on the other side are kind of experiencing the same thing. Now, this is a very interesting comparison because one of the creatures born on the opposite side in the shadow realm, one are demons, but the others are celestials. Celestials. Angels. Angels. What? Both of which come from the shadow realm. Now, we only call it the shadow realm in reference to our world, but they don't refer to it. That's just reality to them. And thinking of it as a dark place is also wrong. Do they call it heaven or hell, or that's names we gave them? That's all names we've provided. Oh, okay. 
Yes. And we don't even, they don't even call themselves demons. This is all titles we've invented. Yes. So they're none of those, they're none of those things that we think they are. Exactly. Okay. They're none of those things that we think they are. They are living creatures like anything else, except unlike anything else, they are part of the Shadow Realm, which Shadow Realm to us, but their own thing to themselves. Yes. They don't, they're not like, we're the fucking second shit to this. Yeah. No, like, we're the main thing. That's our fucking reflection over there. They probably call us a Shadow Realm. Ah. You know? That's interesting. Yeah. And so, it's f- interesting that an angel that goes to meditate at the same place would be received by people in the physical realm more easily because they saw something or felt something and it's because they're also over there praying and tuning into what they consider to be their spirit which over here is just an energy to us the same way we show up over there is just an energy to them so they're looking at us and thinking angel or demon yeah exactly they might see us doing horrible things and call us demons and they might see us doing kind and beautiful things and call us angels wow and it's entirely just because we're a reflection of what's going on Mm mm-hmm what? Interesting, what? right? The yes. same way that a demon is just a different creature that often does things we would consider bad, but also their interpretation of good or bad is different. How do you blow up a building if there's no physicality to blow something up with? Yeah. You know? Mm. There's a different uh, thing going on. Yeah. Now, those are the obvious buildings that are similar on both sides, of which there are many, many, many. But in comparison to the rest of what there is, is very little. Like what? Like it's just all woods? No, I'm saying that the the churches are what's a, there are many churches, but collectively in comparison to other things, churches are what like the least of it. Yeah, and mosques and temples and all these different things. There's very few of them in comparison. Like how many churches are there per building in the world? You know, it's like maybe a million buildings per church. Who knows? But there are structures over there. Whether they oh, okay. would be considered buildings or I guess they serve the equivalent purpose. They live in them. Yeah, you could live in them. You could uh, perf- they perform different functions. They have purpose is the best way to put it. They have purpose. There's structures with purpose on that end. And uh, some of them look similar, but many don't. And you could be wandering down something that looks like a street and look similar and get lost. Because the, the similarities are almost misleading because they are no more than just similarities. Only the places that are literally identical or identical, and those are the places that were constructed simultaneously on both sides to connect across. And are people who do astral projections are the only people that are going over there? No. People who pray, and they think they're praying to something, are communicating directly with the being on the other side, and they're having a conversation. People who pray and they feel like they heard God's voice are probably just having a conversation with another creature who's over there trying to talk to something over here, and they just kind of, their minds cross paths and they're like having a conversation with one another this happens pretty often in which uh people talk to they talk to the dead they think they're talking to them they're talking to uh sometimes it is sometimes literally the dead and the person on that side doesn't even realize it they're over here thinking i'm you know i'm remembering this person and i have conversation with them in my head occasionally it's like you're really fucking talking to them you just don't know it because you don't know this realm exists and uh so this happens pretty consistently there is interaction all the time whether it be direct interaction or you saw something that you're like oh my house is haunted or something in there and it's like in that other side something lives there okay and it's not malicious it's just living there it's its fucking home you're the one haunting it over there yes and you're Mm. over here screaming because you're scared and it was just wandering and it's like holy shit did i hear something 
but oh, you panicked and screamed yeah. and they heard you scream so they fucking panicked and then knocked something down and you panicked more because fucking the chair just fell mm-hmm. but that, they, they fucking dropped the chair because they fucking got scared because they got scared yeah <laughs> there's some shit in here yes what the hell is this what interesting so right connected hmm. so what allows this to happen is the adrenochrome itself connects to certain aspects of the brain the brain is an antenna it, it grabs the signal of the consciousness. And so the alterations that happen in the time that allow your mind to be altered and get crazy high intellect or your mind to your DNA to be altered, it trains your consciousness to take over rather than the brain control the consciousness. Most of us live through life thinking we're the conscious being, but we've okay. run experiments in our quantum computers that tell us we're not. Our brain is doing everything. Mm-hmm. We are convinced that we're here, the ones in charge. There is a consciousness, and the consciousness will pro- persist, but the consciousness isn't in charge. When you have adrenochrome, the structure that changes in the DNA allows and trains the conscious mind to literally be the driver. Okay, instead of being uh, becoming a monk and becoming the driver? Yes. <laughs> and- Exactly. Perfect. Perfect. A monk could theoretically cross over because they trained it. Yes. They trained their conscious mind to be the one in control. Mm-hmm. So adrenochrome is a shortcut. All right. But it could do things because it alters your DNA. A monk does it without altering their DNA. They cross over perfectly fine. Yeah, but they're not. They don't have any special abilities. Yes, they don't have to cross many thresholds. Yeah. But when you take adrenochrome. Not only does your mind get altered so that your conscious mind is in control, but a million other things happen. And sometimes your body gets altered. Sometimes your body gets altered. And so when you've taken this and your conscious mind is in control, as your conscious mind is, you will sort of disconnect from your body. But now because it's the leading force, it doesn't dissolve as the brain dissolves. The conscious mind simply goes to the next place it knows. It holds on to the other version of you. Okay. The shadow form. The shadow, yeah. And suddenly, you exist on that side. But as a shadow in that side, too? No. Okay. You're now on that side. You okay. sort of manifest fully on that side. All right. Yeah. So you've become part of that world, and now that's your real form. That's how many people have crossed over. And when people are talking about... There are people on the other side, you talk mediums who are talking to somebody and all this stuff. They are talking to individuals who fully crossed over to that place, which brings up how that place is considered by many other places. Okay. And what is that? The name given to it is a quite popular name, and it makes sense that a medium would be connecting to it. Uh, It's called in particularly the Bible, which is the most uh, easy way to convey this information for English speakers who are familiar with Christianity above all other religions is that it is limbo. It is a space after life. But that only applies to us on this side. It is a space after life. Now, not everybody goes to limbo. That is a true fact. Most people cease to exist. But when okay. you've developed the means, you can enter limbo. And adrenochrome is the easy way? Adrenochrome is the easy way. Okay. The only real way to be there is to divide your conscious mind from your brain. If your brain controls your conscious mind, when your brain dies, it takes the conscious mind with it. Oh, okay. But if you can train your conscious mind to be independent, then your conscious mind can wander and control what the rest of itself. That sounds difficult. Yes. (laughs) Okay. And adrenochrome is a shortcut. Yes. What? Which is completely 
fascinating. Yeah. So it's limbo or heaven or hell or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. It's all of the above. It's the same (laughs) thing. So people who go to hell, if they really went somewhere when they died, they went to limbo. People who go to heaven, if they really go somewhere when they died, they went to limbo. People who cross their, their spirit crosses over finally after their unfinished business is done, you've merely just crossed into limbo. They all went to limbo or cease to exist. Those are the only two options. You either die and your consciousness leaves at your body, or you die and you are apparently mentally strong enough that your consciousness is well, gone. To go over there. And you're technically still here. Yes. It's just your body dies. Immortality is real, but there's a shortcut to get there. And there are many hard ways to get there. And the shortcut has repercussions. Like losing your body. <laughs> you lose your body no, no matter, matter what. what. Yeah. Well, what are the precautions? First, turning into something different while you're on this side. Yeah. And second, when your mind continues after your body has died, whatever thing you became, you were for a long time. Your consciousness got trained to believe that's you. Mm-hmm. And so if you are a coyote who was just a coyote, they become headstrong. Their conscious mind now runs their body, but they're not hyper-intelligent the way a human is. They are a chupacabra, a different kind of intellect. Their consciousness is in control. That being then dies however many years in the future, and they are not a coyote on the other side. Their conscious mind got trained over many decades, centuries, millennia. You were longer the chupacabra than you were the coyote. Okay, so they go to the other side and they're sort of still like a chupacabra. Yes, except you are the shadow version of that because you no longer have a physical form. Yeah. Which over there, the chupacabra, is the equivalent of what we have called the wechage. That is the chupacabra. It is a feral beast that is out there influencing and killing, and it does it on both sides. Anytime it could influence now, because its mind is so strong... It can phase in and out, but over here it looks like a shadow. Yes. What? It looks like a shadow. Yeah, it looks like some kind of... It looks like a shapeless doggish... But it can take a real form? No, it doesn't... Nothing takes a form over here. There's no physicality for it to take. Mm. It could only influence its side. Yes. And that's the only role something that's lost its body over here can do. You can't manifest on this side. Or if you do manifest, it's not physical. Yeah. Like, would you say a spirit is physical? No. But it is over here. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly how it would work. The literal way to describe it is that a wechage is a spirit. Okay. It's a demonic spirit. Well, we would call it demonic. It's it's just an animal. That wants to eat blood or it wants, something. It needs it. That's it just its something. food source. Yes. It's just its food source. So, yes, it wants to eat blood, but it's because it's hungry. Yeah. And that sustains it. Now, the interesting part is, when you're on that side, you don't need the blood to sustain you. You're just over there. The blood allows you to be sustained over here. Hmm. Blood is physical. And what you're getting, you're not drinking the blood as this ethereal being. What are you doing with it? You're sucking out the emotion that was in it. The fear. Oh, yeah. Which somehow, now I don't know the answer to this question, which is why can they access it? But I guess the same idea would apply inside of a church when you're giving out a certain emotion and it's connecting to the other side. Something about our emotions. is what's important. Yes. It could cross the threshold. Mm-hmm. And if a chupacabra, now a wechage, can be around the place where fear exists, it can manifest. Something about fear allows beings on the other side to manifest on this end. And with the people that end up killing their family over this, 
Was it the Wachaj or the Wendingo? Either or. The person that's involved, is he being influenced by the spirit thing? Yes. What happens is the emotions of the opposite side come across as well. Emotions exist perfectly fine on both sides. Okay. Something about it connects. Fear seems to be the strongest of all the emotions that drives everything. On Again, both sides. It, yeah, on both sides, yes. exactly. If we go back to the church and we think of what people are doing when they are praying, they think there's a God who's going to punish them. Fear is what they're using to connect to this higher thing. Okay. And thus, the angel gets a clear thing to the and the angel probably believes that it has a god on that side too if it's born on that side it doesn't know where it came from it's gonna die eventually it went to its church and prayed it went to its <laughs> church and prayed but out of fear like mm -hmm. what happens when i die that it's existential crisis that we all have on the inside is yeah. fear and somehow that connects us and Whoa. a wet judge that receives this can if you're somewhere where there is way a lot of fear a lot of fear. You can manifest. You don't need to even generate the fear. That's why places like mental asylums where people are delusional and confused and scared about their situation. They, they don't, they're maybe not even in the right state of mind and they're just horrified of where they don't know where they are. They don't know why That's they're why here. That's why they think they're haunted. A lot of them are haunted after they're closed down and everything. Yes, because all the emotion that was intensely felt in there it's, stays it's there. It stays there. But the stuff that's haunting it is really just shadow people? Yes, creatures from the shadow realm. Okay. It's just they can more easily manifest in those locations. And over there, on that side, that might be a place that hasn't shut down. It's just a fully functional place. But as you're wandering through there, you see many things. Maybe on the other side, it is abandoned. And so where would creatures that are feral go? They're going to go to abandoned places where they're not going to be hunted and killed by things on the other side. Oh. So they would go to abandoned still, places. Yeah. And so, is there more feral things over there, or is it equally on both sides? It should theoretically be equal on both sides. Okay. So mm -hmm. it's it's very similar to this side. Yeah. It's just not this side. But it's not this side. But it's not this side. Then we go to the gray wolf. The gray wolf is a, a, similar to the coyote. They're both wolves. But their genetics respond different. Now, every single coyote of the same type would experience adrenochrome. The same way. So, equaling... A chupacabra. chupacabra. Always. A wolf already had a certain genetic structure that was different. And every gray wolf that has adrenochrome will turn into a werewolf, without exception. And all these werewolves work the same? All the werewolves work... Well, all the wolves work the same. Well, all creatures in general are yes. can turn to something different. Okay. Very few scenarios do they not. But most cases, they are physically altered one way or another. And in the case of the gray wolf, they all become werewolves. Now, the circumstances, again, have to be quite specific or you give it to them. You either need to be a person who has adrenochrome, acquired strong doses and gave it to them, or some weird chance led to them consuming a person who's like horrified, who had <laughs> horrified doesn't even matter. It needs to be enough to produce the high dose of adrenochrome. That could alter it, because just horrified isn't enough. You could eat somebody horrified and nothing happens. It wasn't high enough. Mm -hmm. But you cross the threshold, and then you consume that person. Now that's going to alter your DNA. And Turn you into a werewolf. Yes. Okay. You are way more intelligent. Way more intelligent. Now, some creatures have proven to be more intelligent than the werewolf, and we'll get to that shortly. Because the werewolf is, although now bipedal, standing tall, grows in size significantly. Grows in yes. intellect 
significantly, is still primitive next to a human-thinking brain who hasn't even taken adrenochrome. Mm -hmm. They just happen to be overpowered a million times faster, physically monstrous, and could wreck walls. Pretty horrifying. Yes. Now, when a werewolf dies, their physical being goes, the adrenochrome gave their conscious mind control, they cross over. They become the Wendigo. All right. And that is just a werewolf on the other side. Okay. And they look different? Well, I guess we don't see what they look like. They're just shadows, really. Over here, here. they're just shadows. We have no idea what it looks like over there. Okay. We'd have to be there to see what it looks like. Okay. Yeah, we have no idea what it looks like. But over here, what crossed over looks kind of like a wolf. Like a weird, fuzzy shadow wolf. But it's just because we're seeing something that isn't really here. Because it's in the shadow realm. Because it's in the shadow realm. Humans are already particularly intelligent. They take it. They, again, like everything else, get immortal. Keep in mind, the werewolf also became immortal, and it was a werewolf for longer than it was a wolf. It could last many, many decades, centuries, millennia, and its conscious mind believes that's it, and that is what manifests on the other side. Humans become vampires. Awesome. Yes, our understanding of vampires are what humans become. They are agile, they are fast, they are way more intelligent than they were previously. They are capable creatures. They are powerful creatures. And when you die, you cross over a vampire. And then you're a shadow vampire, in a way. (laughs) Yes. What we see are these beings that can outsmart us. They seem to trick us everywhere. We often call the humans that continue to interact with us on this side tricksters. We call them gods because they're ability. They're super intelligent. And they know... They know what they want. They know what they want, and they know where they they are relative to to where they came from. Which feral creatures don't seem to be aware of, because they're still just creatures. So they're just attacking anything. Yeah. They can see over here when they're around enough emotion to manifest, but they're not thinking, oh, there was enough emotion, and I'm a manifest. Yeah. A vampire can make that choice actively. Pop up wherever he wants to? Because you're aware of the rules, you're aware of how it works, and you could choose to do it, while the werewolf is still chaotic and madness is not thinking i'm a manifest on the other side and these things need food to survive too these shadows yes there's food over there as normal and there's food over here as normal and fear allows you to manifest and you can sort of influence things on this side and we feel the emotions of that side the way they feel our emotions that allow them to form Mm -hmm. and what happens is when we feel their emotions what happens when they feel ours they can be over here a little more Except we're literally over there and over here. So what they're fucking with is a version of us that's being sucked to that side a little more. And they can still hurt us over there. And it affect us over here if we're starting to manifest more and more on that end. Okay. So that's how somebody gets, for example, the wet judge gets inside of a person's head. This person goes and kills their whole family. Yeah. You're feeling the rage that a hungry wet judge is feeling. What about the people who are attacked by what they think are like their dead family members that are in the grave and they're like, they're drinking the life out of me? Is that really just a shadow person? Those are shadow Maybe people. Maybe drinking their life in that other shadow realm? Yes. Well, it looks like uh, when it comes to a lot of these creatures, the feral argument we had seems to take place exclusively over there. Now, yeah, a vampire who doesn't have adrenochrome can become a feral and be dangerous on this side before they even die. Yeah. And they can live feral. The same idea applies over there, but it doesn't have to do with blood necessarily. It has to do with the fact that maybe too much emotion is overwhelming. Oh, okay. And they lose sanity. 
Yeah. And that's just out there attacking anything and everything. This They stop thinking. Because of too much emotion. Too much emotion. Wow. Yeah. It's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. Now, humans cross over. As we discussed, they become the djinn. The djinn is clever. It is smart. Again, over here we that's often... That's also humans? Well, we... Yeah, those are just humans. Oh, okay. When they cross over, they're a djinn. But often over here we call them tricksters. We call them gods. We call them all these other things. But it's a djinn. It's just a person. Okay. This is unrelated to the vampire. This is the vampire. The vampire oh, crosses is... over. Okay. The human is the vampire. The vampire okay. is the djinn. All right. It's yeah. just a different name. Well, the vampire is on this side. Oh, okay. The djinn is once then... it's over okay. there. That's the title we've uh, accurately... When we're talking about djinns, we're talking about that. Yes. Now, instances that sort of break the illusion of uh, blood being a necessity are when we consider gorillas. What do you mean? Well, a gorilla is not necessarily even a meat eater. They can survive off of fruit and stuff like that. And then you give them adrenochrome. And then and they become something. They become a Sasquatch. They become a Sasquatch. They, their intellect does skyrocket. It becomes yeah. almost human-like, just slightly. But they're not after meat or anything. No. It just follows them by a tiny little bit. We, I mean, they follow... Hu- it's intellect follows human just by a tiny little bit. It's Is not... Is it for the emotion? What? Is it for the emotion? That's no, that has human. nothing to do with the emotion. Oh, okay. When they have adrenochrome, yes. the Sasquatch's intellect goes up as one of the physical responses it has. Oh, okay. And its intellect goes almost to that of a human, just not quite there. Just super close, mm-hmm. but not quite there. And uh, it doesn't chase meat any more than it did before. It... It's equally elusive. Sometimes it's more elusive. It uses intellect to like, what the fuck am I? And it's just like, let me stay awake because I know they're going to kill me if they see me or some shit like that, you know? Yeah. And it doesn't like strive to kill or anything. And it also doesn't become feral. There's no feral version? There's no feral version. And it does stay immortal. Is it just that meat eaters are turning? um... I don't know. That's an interesting point. That's a very interesting point. It could be. Uh, Additionally... A like they're immortal in the sense that they're gonna live way longer than our scope can understand. And when they cross over, they they have their own thing over there too. But on this side, their physical transformation and everything, something not, nothing seems to affect it in any kind of negative way. It's just gonna live longer. It's way better and stronger than everything around it. And it hides. <laughs> and it could hide more effectively. Now, when a gorilla dies, it becomes a creature called a shojo, and a shojo is literally the translation for a... Uh, now, this is... Uh, I don't remember what culture it's from, but they've seen many of these repeatedly, and it's a spirit ape. A spirit ape. Yep. It's a ethereal, ambiguously shaped, kind of looks like the cross between an ape and a person. Mm-hmm. And it's a spirit of some sort. So it's probably the, ska- the Sasquatch it's that the died. It's the Sasquatch that died, yeah. Oh my gosh, and that's from somewhere? Yeah. What's... It's, I believe it's either Shinto or some kind of Chinese uh, mythology that they have, that they actively have seen these creatures. And these things are also peaceful? Yeah. What? They're trolls, but they don't really harm anybody. Oh, they're a bit of a trickster, like? Yes. It seems like intellect leads to trolling pretty often. Okay. (laughs) Which definitely gives way to the argument that when a ghost is haunting you, it's really just a shadow person, like, bored. Yeah. And, uh... The interesting between the Sasquatch is that there's something very similar to it that we kind of associated with it probably through all of time. But in looking into this, I did not realize that it wasn't this other thing. So bears all have their own forms as well. But there is one particular interesting thing that when you give a bear adrenochrome, specifically a polar bear, it becomes a yeti. 
A yeti. Okay. And the yeti, when you put it next to a Sasquatch, you suddenly realize... They're not the same thing. They're not the same thing. The features are so ape in a Sasquatch, while the yeti seems to be hair everywhere. It's a fu- its hands are fuzzy. Its face is fuzzy. It's a fucking bear. But I never thought about this until I started looking for where it comes from, for what's surrounding I it. I see a picture of a yeti. I can't remember what it looks like. Okay. You see the difference? Yes. The yeti's just a fucking. I don't know why we didn't think about it. We just monkey man. It's because everything has to be human because we're fucking human. We're like always, oh, it's us. Yeah. It has to be us. Yeah. Like, no fucking way it's us. And they're peaceful? They're also peaceful. Which is weird because it breaks the argument that a meat eater would become a meat eater. A yeti doesn't eat meat. Hmm. It could survive off of fish and shit, but yeah, it could just do you know? <laughs> eat berries and shit. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting, right? Yes. The reactions are so different that it doesn't keep consistent across the board. Is there a ghost version? Yes. The ghost version of the yeti is called... An onikuma, and that's basically, uh, we've called it a demonic spirit bear, literally translated to demonic shadow bear. But is it demonic? No. It's just, again, a spirit. It's shadowy on our side. And demon. It's anomalous on our side. (laughs) Okay. The cultures that have seen it are still relatively primitive cultures that live on the outskirts of the planet rather than in giant societies where we develop quickly. So the stories are still really primitive and it's by people who weren't so developed. So they're still describing anything that's not human as demon, essentially. Okay. And uh, now to keep talking about variants of this, earlier I said not everything has a physical response. To adrenochrome? To adrenochrome. Uh-huh. What? And uh, that's where we have the variants of groundhogs. Groundhogs. Well, of rodents particularly. Now, the groundhog himself doesn't change into anything. It takes adrenochrome. And it still looks like a groundhog. And it still looks like a groundhog. But so do humans. Yes. We physically don't go through a lot. Okay. Yeah. Interesting, right? Interesting. The groundhog does become faster. It does become smarter. It does live centuries becomes faster? You had stories of it faster? But it physically remains the same. Wow. But a beaver that is the cousin becomes a whole other creature called a colo-colo. Is that a, also a friendly thing or what? what's going on with that creature? Um, not necessarily. A colo-colo is, doesn't have human-like intellect, but is quite the uh, savage because of it. While the groundhog has human, literally comparable to a human. No other creature matches a human intellect. Than a groundhog. Than a groundhog. It seems to be... Now, there's probably others, but based on what we got in response yes. to questions... But this is the adrenochrome affecting its intelligence. Yes. And it brings it all the way up to a human's basic intellect. Well, it does not do the same for... The beaver. The beaver. Okay. Nope. Now, interesting enough, when they cross over, they both cross over as a very similar creature. And they this have different cre- names? No, it's exactly the same name. Oh. Because it seems to be exactly the same creature. Whether it's feral or not is the problem. Because okay. this creature is sometimes perfectly innocent and fine. And other times it's violent and gruesome. So you could assume it might be one or you the could other. guess okay. based on behavior. And that's called a chapa. A chapa? Yeah. And it's a, a rodent spirit. Oh. But the chapa only comes from beavers and groundhogs and similar things. Yeah. So genetically, they're so close. That they look the same on the other side. Yes, they look the same on the other side. Okay. But in this side, they look, they don't change at all. Pretty much. The 
the, Wait, the, the beaver, beaver does. The beaver, the changes. beaver changes. Okay. The beaver changes into the Colo-Colo, which is basically a gruesome, like, giant rat monster. A giant rat monster. Awesome. It looks okay. like a dog size. Dog size. Yeah, imagine a sharp-toothed rat the size of a dog. Oh. And that's the Colo-Colo. Okay. Pretty interesting, right? Yes. So, these are just details from the other side. Details from the other side. Now we have a way clearer image of what's happening, right? Yes. Before it was like, well, it could be this, it could be that. No, mm. this is what's going on. This is from just people collecting stories. This is and data. Data. This is all mm -hmm. data. Now, focusing entirely just on the Shadow Realm for a second and talking about the creatures that are on that side, I only mentioned two, and I mentioned the two obvious ones. The demons and angels? The demons and angels, which are just beings from that side, and there yeah. are many more. They behave in different ways. The same way we have animals and we have creatures of different sorts, as are there creatures on the other side, some of which are unbelievably notable. Like what? For example, a leviathan. A leviathan. That's... A leviathan is a large serpent-like creature, and it can shapeshift. Is that from the Bible or from something else? It's from many systems, including the Bible. Many systems? Many systems have that. Many belief systems, many theologies. Do they all call them that, or is it just a giant serpent? And um, uh, like the enough, descriptions are like the descriptions are the same. Funny enough, the descriptions are always identical, and the name a good half of the time is Leviathan, just in a different language. Well, but a, a lot of times it's just called giant serpent, or it mm. has a different name that is talking about the same creature. But mm. they're all talking about Leviathans that are just giant shape-shifting snakes that their main form is the snake it's like a sea it's like a sea serpent it's a shapeshifter here's an interesting thing about that shapeshifter and it's about a creature we never found but we found what it was protecting what do you mean what? we once took a trip under the lake and we found a base and what was supposed to be protecting that base that we never found the sea monster nessie? the sea monster nessie we only see the neck and think there's a body. No. The reason we can't find it is because it's not there. We're seeing... And what do we see in the photos that do get taken? A shadowy serpent. She's a leviathan. It's a leviathan. And we're seeing this side, what we would see, it's shadow form. Okay. And those other sea monsters are probably also leviathans? Pretty frequently, yes. And this also goes to say that when, for example, we see... um sasquatch in the woods and we try to take a picture it looks like it's it's literally it's funny that i've made this joke before but it is literally that it is fuzzy it's because it's the shadow realm it's because it's the shadow realm's version of it oh we're seeing the shoju okay if we manage to get okay. a clear picture wow. then we have one from this side but we've been taking pictures of yes. the shadow realm version yes because they have no reason to hide from us oh okay yeah so we see it fuzzy, and it's literally because it is fuzzy. Oh my gosh. Okay. Interesting, right? Yes. Um, which takes us to other things that would be considered animals on the other side that we have seen, but haven't seen. Like shadow people themselves? Like shadow people themselves. Uh, one of them is unicorns. What? We see unicorns, but we never see unicorns. It was there, and then suddenly it wasn't there. They live in the Shadow Realm? They are creatures from the Shadow Realm. What? As well as dragons. No, wait. What? So everything we thought that we saw but never really saw? Most of the things that we thought we saw but can't prove exists is because we'd have no means to do so. And it's because they come from the... We're seeing rough images 
of yes. something from somewhere else. And they're from the shadow realm. They're from the shadow realm. The shadow realm, we only think of it as a dark place because we're using the word shadow. Yes. But it is just different. It's a magical place. Well, they're not magical, though, but... They're not magical, but it is a different kind of place yes. where these things exist. And uh, talking about magical, there are a couple of beings naturally with the ability to exist fully in both places, but only exist in one at a time. And I don't know the explanation behind this, but pixies and goblins mm -hmm. both have the ability to enter and exit which we can't realm. even do. Yeah, yeah, the Shadow Realm. When they're in the physical realm, they are not in the Shadow Realm. They are not there. They don't have two versions. They have one. And somehow they don't exist in two realms at once. But because of that, they can 100% exit one and enter the other. But they do it at will. As if their Shadow version and their physical version are the same. Are the same. Can they die? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I'm totally going to investigate this. Yeah. I don't know if they could die. I don't know what's happening. They don't require adrenochrome. There's no... They could just move seamlessly between the two. Oh my gosh. I'm going to figure it out. And the weirdest part about them is that I found it in many, many, many places. Mentions pixies and goblins. Yeah. Move seamlessly. They seem to disappear in front of you. Sometimes there's no way they could have shown up and they're just fucking there. Yeah. And this is consistent what? and it's through hundreds of systems that they say the same fucking things about the same two motherfuckers. I Amazing. don't know how the fuck it works. Additionally, Reapers are from Limbo. Reapers really? are, when we're talking demons, that's as close as we can get. Because demons on that side, we're being assholes, essentially, calling some conscious, fully thinking creature that's just not following what its exactly rules. What exactly is a Reaper supposed to be? A Reaper is a sort of feral being that consumes life force. What it feeds on is your shadow form. Oh, that's the thing that I was talking about that might be why you're dying and you blame it on the dead, but it might oh, be a Reaper? shit. I guess it could be a Reaper that's doing that, yeah. Oh. I guess it would be. So a Reaper feeds on your shadow energy. It feeds on your shadow self. And because if one dies, the other dies. Exactly. Oh my gosh, that explains those stories. Yes. So you could die if your spirit form dies, although if your if shadow form dies, but not many things can interact with your shadow form. Do you know what a reaper looks like? Or are there no real good um, Anything that's descriptions from for... over there, we have no way of telling. We don't yeah. know what a demon really looks like. We have or angel ideas. Or a we reaper. don't know what an angel looks like. We've literally described them as just pure energy. Yeah. The reaper's the same idea. It's just their behavior that we can tell is different. Okay. And what they look like roughly over here. We've seen that the manifestation of some angels looks humanoid, but then there are some angels that look so alien, but it could just be a different creature that we're also bunching into the umbrella term called angel. Yeah. And there could just be a 300 eyeball looking creature that is fully sentient, thinks to the caliber of a human and all that. And then we see it and we're like, that's an angel. But wait, that guy that looks like a man is an angel. And they're both... We're calling them both angels, but they're different creatures entirely. Yeah. So that's a possibility. There could be many sentient human-level intellect it's creatures. it's impossible to tell. It's impossible to tell without being there. Like a goblin and a pixie? Yes. I mean, no, you would know those two specifically, because you said they are physically here and physically there. Physically here so and physically there. So those two we know, for yes. sure. Yes, yes, yes. And then everything else is... There might be others that could do it. But those were like the most prominent. Anytime information on this came up, and anytime I asked these uh, fucking creatures for more, 
all of them talked about how every pos and I looked, I referenced everything, I checked all of it. Yes. It's mentioned over and I'm over and over. I'm gonna check it over. out. I'm gonna figure it out. What? Anywho. So yeah, this That's was amazing. Uh, going in on the shadow realm. The shadow realm for Happy St. Patrick. No, sorry. Happy Groundhog's Day. Groundhog's Day. Well, it all no. it all came out of Groundhog's Day, which is great. But yeah, this is uh the result of that. I, I got curious and I had to find out because I don't I don't believe in mysticism. I do not. No, but and I knew there was a an explanation for this stuff. And this is a good enough explanation. Yeah. The interesting part about this is, the most interesting part about everything we just talked about is the fact that technology could theoretically be built to get you there. Again, my comparison at the very beginning was intentional. It is kind of like a different frequency. And what technology do you need? Imagine a time machine that allows you to move forward and back in time. Or uh, imagine taking a chemical that allows you to elevate up and down dimensions. That's all technology. Okay. Some are chemicals, some are machines. The same way that you can go up and down dimensions, forward and back through time, you can move side to side through realms. Another thing I should point out in saying that is, the Shadow Realm isn't the only realm other than ours. That was just all I was talking about. Oh my god! I also found that there is quite the number of realms. Quite the number of realms. And did you check them all out? No. But I know they're there. Oh, man. That's interesting. Many realms, many dimensions, many universes, many timelines, everything applies equally that is not the only one. That's too much. That's too much. And we exist in all of us simultaneously. And we live in all of them. It's basically the X, Y, Z axes. Wow. We're not, we're thinking, you know, we're always in the Y axis. Well, we're always in the X axis time we're always moving through time forward and back depth but there's so much more going on there's so much more we have the y i guess x is so z axis is depth right z axis is time forward and back through the same kind of experience while the y axis is dimensions up and down but the x axis left and right are dimensions and this is just our interaction with one of them amazing Man, but the other realms. There should, in theory, be chemicals or technologies that can allow us to access the other realms the same way, and it's not adrenochrome. There would be something else equal but opposite. And we gotta find out what that is, and what, what, what creatures is. can do it, and etc. Here's the problem. I think we know creatures that can do it, and that takes us back to the fucking pixies and the goblins. If they are one thing, are they one thing regardless of how many different realms and can they easily and seamlessly move between them? Okay. Alternatively, I only said as an explanation that heaven, hell, and limbo are all the same place, but do we simultaneously exist through all of them and they are all different realms? Hmm. Because it was just an easy way to summarize yeah. it, but we don't fucking know. We don't know. Wow. Well, hopefully, I'm, I'm going to at least go through the pixie hunt and see what I find through them. Yeah. And maybe we'll see these other realms mentioned. Yeah. Who and knows? And I'm going to see if I can find which, te which technologies can maybe get us to access the Shadow Realm. And if that works, there are many other places we can go. Yes. What? Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this. And if you did, there 
is a previous part to this and many topics discussing all these creatures and all so many other episodes to check out yeah just it's it's so much just go look at all the other stuff yes and you can find all that other stuff on the official website greatthoughts.info or on apple Podcasts, spotify or anywhere you get your podcast and you can reach us on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok at just convo pod yes and remember to rate and review the show and let someone who might like the show know about it. Word of mouth, people. Always great to kindly ask somebody to listen to the show, do it peacefully. And, uh, you know, kindness goes a long way. You tell them lovingly, man, I would love if you listen to this with me. And you never know. Somebody might be interested. This has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Take nothing personal and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Uh, one of the four gods. Shaggy, 100% can rewrite the last 20 years of the history. 150% can create and destroy planets. 200 to 1,000%. Not much, only his existing abilities become stronger. And can rewrite the last 2,000 years. And can destroy galaxies, etc. Where are these percentages coming from? 1,500%. Can and will destroy fred leading to a utopia (laughs) (laughs) to a utopia here's what's interesting about this and completely fascinating um he's the god of destruction yeah shaggy is the god of destruction he is the cat god yeah he's the real deal the Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Zero Lupo, and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black.